Greetings, Earth Dwellers, and welcome to our first ever episode of Connections to the Cosmic Gateway, the only earthbound portal to your spiritual wellness. We are your hosts, Juniper Grace and Melodonna, and we hope you enjoy this episode. This week and our first episode of Connections to the Cosmic Gateway, the only earthbound portal to your spiritual wellness. We are your hosts. I am Juniper Grace, joined with Bella Donna. Um, and since this is our first episode, we aren't actually going to add to your metaphysical toolbox this week. We're going to ask each other questions so y'all can get to know us a bit better and maybe we can learn something about each other that we didn't know. So, would you like to go first, or would I like to go first? Um, up to you. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, so, hello, I'm Juniper Grace. I am a chef by day, and the community mystic by night. Um, I've become conscious to my spiritual journey about five years ago. It's probably six now. Uh, however, before that, I always saw random shapes like dogs at school that weren't actually there. Um, and I just kept quiet because I really thought everyone else saw that because you don't really know the difference when you're a kid. Um, fun fact, uh, they don't. Turns out that I'm weird. That's okay, though. Uh, so I call myself a witch slash spiritual being slash earth dweller. I don't really have one name that I stick to. Um, I'm just looking forward to sharing more with all of you and learning more from Belladonna as well. Thank you. So hi everyone, I'm Belladonna and I began my journey at quite a young age. Uh, I come from a family that spent a lot of time in temples, very spiritually open, meditating. Um, my mother has always been an avid practitioner of Hatha Yoga. I had some interesting experiences actually, similar to Nicole, but with kundalini as a child and at the time i had no idea what was going on uh and it's so funny that whole when you're a kid and you just have no idea what's going on but you're like oh like isn't this just how the world and life is yes is this how it is? and i remember that first time i told my parents uh what i had experienced and they just looked at me and they're like great you're experiencing kundalini keep going so that was my guidance uh at that age and you know, I just hope like as we go through this and we share our experiences and we talk about experiences, bring guests on here to, to share theirs as well, that, you know, we can really open that up and have everyone kind of learn from one another and and see the uniqueness that can be found in each person as yeah, they go sure. through something because sure, sure. um, not everyone has the same experience. So uh, my work actually, uh, just going back to a bit about myself is, as a business consultant uh, for a long time, but Juniper, as you know, I went through some serious health issues the last few years, which had me turning back on that full circle, which yeah, totally. I think, yeah. yeah. And it's, I just yeah. feel like I've been hearing this from a lot of people too, like yeah. something's happened. I mean, COVID happened to the world, for example. COVID happened to the world, but... Yeah. And I have been here ever since. So really excited uh, to move forward with this because there's just so much information 
um, that goes around in the spiritual metaphysical community and excited about that and also to talk to Juniper um, about some questions that you think because we're such close friends we know everything about each other but we don't you're right <laughs> and it's not like we've practiced these answers before but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's okay let's go with it. so I have a few questions if you cool. don't mind me starting yeah um, go for it so for those of you who don't know uh, Juniper is my tarot queen she's also that person who when I start getting scared of cards and I pull them too much, she's like, Deandra, stop doing that. Um, and we'll talk later on in another episode about the difference between tarot cards and oracle cards. But my first question to you is, what made you want to learn tarot? Um, I am, what made me want to learn tarot? So I picked up oracle cards first and was like, well, this is like the proper way to get into tarot, right? Like you start reading intuitively through Oracle because they're all different. They're all, you get different answers from different cards. And I was like, well, this is the right way to do it, right? The right way, quote unquote, (laughs) air quotes over here. Um, But then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to jump right into tarot and just jump in and see what everyone's afraid of because everyone is so afraid of tarot. And it's said in so many different religions, like how bad tarot is and there's all this mysticism behind it, like, you're reading the future, you shouldn't know the future, and we'll get into the next episode on what tarot, like, actually is, and how it's not actually that at all. Um, but yeah, just people's fear motivated me to learn what it was. And I'm not gonna lie, like, you've experienced my fear with tarot at times, yes. where yeah. I'll get a card and I will start freaking out. Um, so I'm really excited to learn more about just the energy behind it. And again, taking away that whole mysticism and that, and that, you know, oh my God, what's behind these tarot cards for everyone? Because I know that I have that. And for those of you, again, who who might not know the difference between tarot, tarot and oracle cards, we will get into that. Um, but they are just cards for guidance. Yeah. Um, that can be used um, as a way of divination and to, you know, really give you a message that you might need. Uh, So I guess I'll go next. And uh, I have a question (laughs) going to bring up more of your astrology, your your Vedic studies. Yes. Um, I'm not going to say the full word because I always always (laughs) stutter with it. Um, But getting to know the people, what you're bringing to the table, right? Like I'm bringing tarot, you're going to bring astrology and your Vedic studies. And what is brief point forms? uh, What is Vedic studies and what drew you to them? So the Vedas are an ancient uh, scripture that were originally orally passed down. Mm. Um, And it does come from what is called today in um, everyday terminology, like the Hindu um, culture and religion, those original scriptures, but what we actually call uh, Sanatha and Dharma. So those scriptures come with it, like different branches of just, um, you know, how to move and be in the world. So whether it's from a yoga perspective, and I don't mean guys just Hatha yoga, which is actually just one branch of, of yoga. There's so many different ones uh, mm-hmm. that Bhakti Kriya that we'll get into. Um, and then also the Ayurvedic side, so it's Ayur, Ayurvedic. I'm <laughs> like never it. going to like. I know. South is hard enough for me. Okay. <laughs> so that is the system of medicine that was traditionally passed down from the seven rishis um, 
that was learned in terms of, you know, how does the body integrate with, with medicine? How does it integrate with, the, with energy? How does it integrate with the different layers around the body? So it's more of a holistic, um, very old, the oldest traditional form of medicine um, that's been captured in that way. So, um, you know, when you're taking a look at integration and integrative medicine, like people today are using different holistic methods or going back to traditional roots mm-hmm. um, and how can we use and bridge that gap between Western medicine, which absolutely has its place, and then those traditional um, forms of, of medicine that, and actually a system, but the traditional forms of medicine that can kind of uh, couple with one another to bring somebody total healing or wellness yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, and then from the astrology side, uh, so uh, Jyotisha, which is Vedic astrology, I mean, what's interesting is we don't delineate these paths from one another, so they all kind of play into what makes up this whole person. Mm-hmm. So uh, not just this whole, oh my God, guys, let's go read the Sunday paper and read our, our, our horoscope. It's what did you come in with from a past life? Mm. Um, and I mean, this does bring in the talk of reincarnation. We're, I mean, open spiritually to any, everybody's Every, perspective yeah. on this. But um, what did you come with uh, cyclically? that could be a pattern that's repeating in your life. Mm. Um, what do your stars show? Um, because you're born at a certain point and at this time and you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. So what do your stars show could be, you know, a pattern that you might need to break so your future outcome could change? What are those karmas that you came with? What are those actions you might want to take to change that? So you can really get into somebody's charts yeah. and find some interesting things. Yeah. Um, and you can actually, even from a health perspective, you can find a health thing cool. that may have been something that you just needed to live yeah. through. Yeah. Right. Uh, in order to learn something or to burn a certain karma in this lifetime. So how do we take that and integrate it into this whole picture of you? Very cool. Yes. Very cool. I'm excited to learn about, here. learn more about this one, too. Because mm-hmm. it's very interesting. We've already talked about it in the past on, hey, you have this body type, so you should be doing your majority of your stuff in the first half of your day and kind of taking the last, rest of the day to rest. Yes. So Because everybody has their unique energetic or what we call dosha constitution. Yes. There you go, dosha. So, yeah. So, let's say there's a certain, you're absolutely right, a certain practice yeah. um, that you perform, you should be doing it at a particular time of day that's suited for you. So, it's really about um, going to that unique self and what is the right way for you to operate in yeah. the world. So, yeah. it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's very... So I have another question for you, and this is related to what you do. Um, So on the other side of you, why did you become a chef? Because you're like this magical mix (laughs) of like people in one person. (laughs) And do you work your witchy things into your cooking and how so? Uh, Great question. Uh, Why did I become a chef? There is no real reason as to why. Um, if you ask every single person in my family, somebody will tell you a different reason. Um, I remember as a kid, I would make scrambled eggs in the morning for my family, um, and pretend like I was on a talk show. So that's like, you were doing as a YouTube little kid, before there, I was, was YouTube. before there was YouTube and I was just talking to the wall. Like there was no one there. And I was just being like, you had some pepper now, you had some salt now and like being all creative and stuff. Um, so but everyone will tell you, oh, it's because I, because of me, because of me. And it's like, it was probably because of everyone, because I grew up, yeah, right, no banging on the table. Uh, I grew up around food, and um, 
food was a big part of my, is still a big part of my family. Mm-hmm. It's where we get together. It's where traditions are built. Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, Easter, like we're always all together on those times. Mm-hmm. Um, so food plays a big part in my family. And I think that's why I wanted to become a chef is to bring, I love the idea of bringing, treating everyone as if they're sitting down at my actual dining room table, mm-hmm. which is what I try to bring into cooking every time I go into the restaurant. Um, and then what about the other side? The witchy side? Yeah. I would say I do bring it into my cooking. Um, I don't make it so <laughs> obvious. Obviously, in a restaurant, you never know with people, and I don't really want to you know, scare people off or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do my job, really, at the end of the day. But I will, like, stir clockwise to bring in good stuff, stir counterclockwise if I feel like the people or whatever need something that, um, or something removed, right? Like, taking out and putting in. Um, and, and I think that's, like, kind of like when you have your grandma's cooking and you can feel the love because somehow yes, her food tastes it's different. Better. Yeah. Right? And it's the love and it's the energy, I think, with which, and I think, you, like, the ritualistic aspect yeah. you're talking about the way you stir. Stir, yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking more about what you can do and we'll yeah. bring in someone that also knows herbology quite well. It's yes. going to chat with Nicole on, you know, the the side of what are these rituals and then the herbs that you can use for different purposes. So. Yeah, which is super exciting, too, because while I know, like, your base herbs, like, rosemary is for protection, um... Oh, God, I need some of that. Yeah. So, like, just base herbs. I don't really know, like, the in-depth of other things. Like citrus. I know citrus can be good, too. What's clove used for? What's cinnamon used for? All these things are great to use. And while I know, like, the broad idea of them, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's nuances that um, this person we're going to bring in is going to explore more with. Yeah. So, I'm so, like, I'm so looking forward. Like, not only are you guys going to learn from this podcast... It's we're also going to take away. Right. This is going to be like a whole energetic like exchange. Exchange. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. So am I. <laughs> and then you know, I and I also like look at because there's that aspect of like you were saying rosemary for protection, and then for me it's Ayurvedically what does rosemary do? Yeah, for your body. So yeah. this is going to and then. Nicole, like, how do we use it? How, how can do we, we how do we, we cook, cook with, with it? it? How do we actually? And I really need to know this at some point. How do we actually pluck? The rosemary things <laughs> off, off properly, off properly <laughs> without having to buy one of those fancy kitchen gadgets from Kitchen Stuff Plus because I'm going to own like a hundred. So she's yeah. going to tell us tips and tricks like that, which I'm really looking forward to learning. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, is my turn? Yeah, okay, it is. cool. Um, you know what? I want to know how you start your day. Oh, what is your um? method what is your madness my practice your practice yeah what what, your ritual and then on the flip side of that do you have a nighttime ritual okay so it is a great question i do have a very um disciplined morning practice Mm -hmm. so i get up in the morning um i oil pull so mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know what oil pulling is, it's where you take like coconut oil, sesame oil, oil of your choice that works with you, swish it around in your mouth for like 10 to 20 minutes while you're going about, you know, fixing your bed or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you spit it out, not in your sink, it'll clog it. <laughs> 
spit it out in the garbage and then go about brushing your teeth. Um, mm. I do brush with neem, but what it does is it clears all the bacteria in your mouth. Mm. It's really good for your gums. Um, you can keep your teeth perfectly healthy without fluoride toothpaste by oil pulling and brushing with neem toothpaste. Did you oh, know that, guys? That's cool. Fun that's fact. Cool. So that's part of my morning routine. Um, and then I'll take a shower, wash my face, cleanse my energy. I'll say a little um, gratitude uh, prayer for the water and ask mm. for protection and cleansing. And then I will come uh, downstairs and I will start my yogic and meditative practices. So I'll do Surya Namaskar. So for those of you who don't know what that is, that is the sun salutation mm -hmm. with 12 poses. Um, and I will do that and then I will do uh, a meditation. And then it's either a transcendental meditation. Sometimes I do Isha Kriya by Sadhguru. Like it depends. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really good, I think, to find the one thing that really yeah. resonates with you and, yeah. and do that. Um, and then depending on how long I stay in the meditation, I'll come out, I'll do a little mini like puja, which is like an offering to the divine. And then I will, um, you know, go down and start my day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, you know, go into the kitchen, have like that warm water with lemon or with a little bit of neem or turmeric powder or something. And that is my morning ritual. Cool. And for an evening, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, mm -hmm. I'm not. <laughs> the best with my evening ritual. I am not consistent. It is something I need to work on. And I think I just haven't found what works, what works for me the way that my morning works for me. Yeah. And then I feel like because in the afternoon, whether you're going out, whether you're, you, know, yeah. you have something to do, it's really hard, but I think it's important. The one thing I do try to do guys try to get to bed by 10 o'clock are you, like from an energetic perspective, it is the best yes. time for your body. I do, you know me, I'm very low EMF. Yeah. yeah. So the turning of the phones off, not having it in your bed, not having that stuff in your space before you sleep. I am, I, I try to be pretty conscious about that. I am sensitive to electromagnetic frequencies, but um, I try to just, you know, decompress a little bit. And I don't think enough of us do that. So yeah. maybe we can talk at some point. About yeah. How to build a... Maybe we can both figure out how to build <laughs> a better night ritual. Because yeah. I was really good for a week, and I was like, we we were good with going to bed at 10, and I was like, yes, I like this because I'm getting up and I'm energized. Yeah. And then something always happens, and you fall off, and then it's like, okay, how do I get back in? How do I get back in? And, you know, people can share, like, yeah. on our Instagram, on anything. Yeah, like, for if sure. If you guys have something that is working for you that it, someone that else can try, try it might benefit yeah. them. We're all about sharing is caring. For sure. For sure. So my next question for you. Oh. Oh, I have some really good ones. Uh, I really want to know about your dark night of the soul moment. I was so hoping you would ask this again because we did practice some of these questions beforehand and had a chat yes. about how this would go and what the flow would look like. Um, and when we were talking about this, I kept bringing up like work, right? And then you're like, dude, you can't bring up that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick something else. And I'm like, okay. So I actually have been thinking about it a lot. And I truly think that the whole year of 2021 <laughs> was my dark night of the soul because i don't know if you remember but in like march i was like yo are you like not connected anymore because i feel like i'm at a standstill i feel like i'm not connected to source anymore i feel like i'm not getting the messages i was before yeah like, before i was like i could close my eyes look at something and connect to someone and see things on them but i wasn't 
pretty much all of last year. Like, that had all, like, faded away. And I feel like the world... So not only are, do you have your personal issues, yeah. but the world, the world amplified like, that for everyone. Oh, for sure. Collectively yeah. and then on a personal yeah. level. So did everyone else feel like 2021 was a dark Dark night, night was like, uh, there was, there was the some, whole year. There was amazing things that came out of it. Like, I met my boyfriend. Like, there were great things that came out mm-hmm. of it. Spiritually wise, I feel like it was a reset for me. Um, I was learning a lot more. I was going more into a, I don't want to say, I was going more into my studies and I was learning different beliefs and I was doing all this different stuff. And maybe that was also had something to do with it. And then finally it's like realigned and like everything's been like, so you had like that introspective moment, but with expansive learning. Yeah. 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 It was, it feels like 2021 Mm -hmm. when I reflect back to it was definitely like a reset year Mm -hmm. in my spirituality. And in my work life, it was like I was super angry all the time. I was oh, yeah. a lot more angry. Oh yeah, than than I am now. And I feel like at the end of twenty twenty one, I was finally like just let it go. Insert a word before that. <laughs> a curse word before that. Let it go. Profanity. Profanity. Let it go. Well, that's awesome. But yeah. And then my personal life was really taking off, and a lot of stuff has been happening in this last, you know, this last month alone so much has happened for me personally. Yeah, you're letting go of those relationship fears. Don't worry, we'll even talk about relationships. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But yeah. Relationship fears. Relationship fears. Um, I don't really have many more questions, because I've combined a lot of my questions. Because I was just like, you know what, let's make this easier. Um, do, 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 do. I guess let's go back to talking about food and what is your go-to meal? Something fun. My go-to meal. Yeah, like what's the meal that you're like, I've had a terrible day and I just want this and that's all I want. Or I've had a great day and I just want this. Like what is the thing that you're like, you you can't not have a go-to meal. I don't know that I have to go-to meal because it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what I feel like, okay. You know when you're at work and you don't, like, I'd go to meetings. I remember there was this one girl that I just, every time I had to go to meeting with her, I would eat, like, two chocolate bars because I needed a serotonin boost or something. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like, you know, there are those moments when I'm, where I just want that sugar rush, and I think everyone can relate to that, but my go-to meal um, girl, I can eat breakfast any time of day. Let me just let me just be yeah, real. It's breakfast any time of day. Because now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I can come home in the afternoon and I can whip up something breakfasty. Yeah. Like the other night, we had um, me, and my sister, and my mom. We had French toast for dinner. Yeah. Like it's eight o'clock at night, <laughs> and we usually don't even eat that late. But yeah, we just were like, no, let's have some French toast. So actually, I would say my go-to meal is probably something breakfasty. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I try to watch my food combining because I'm going to be really real with you guys. All this gourmet food, the from a food combining perspective, oh, it's so energetically not good for your body. You know, you go and you, you go to a buffet. Oh yeah. And afterwards, you're like, "Why do I feel like this?" Yeah. Part of it's because you ate too much. Part of it's because you've combined well, the totally every, wrong food. So yeah. I do try to do that when I plan my meals, but not always successful. But I try. Um, so my last question for you is 
Okay. Uh, oh my god, but I have two and I don't know which one. Well, I have one more I can do after. Okay, fine. Okay, That's so how do relationships figure in with your spirituality and what are some of the best ways to encourage a partner or a significant other to open up to different spiritual possibilities? This is a big one for those of you who might want your significant other to just sit down and do a card pull with you or even just if you're getting into it, like, can we go to a crystal store? And... How, so how do you manage that? I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really have a clear answer for you because I totally think I completely lucked out and like the universe was just like, this is the guy for you. Here you go. Because yeah. his mother is very spiritual. His sister is very spiritual. She's a shaman and I'm hoping she will come on our podcast. Because um, <laughs> she is very cool. Sorry, I'm kind of fangirling over here. Uh, this is weird, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, she, but like, I lucked out that he was already introduced to a lot of the stuff I already do. Okay. So his sister's big into tarot, so I'm already big into tarot. Uh, crystal stories he was very open to going to them and when he learned that I had such a tie with the crystal store that we go to in Mm -hmm. Whitby um, he was like why aren't we going like why aren't you taking me kind of thing like this is important to you and these people's opinions are important to you so why aren't we going kind of thing right he is quite a spectacular man I must say he is and very understanding Um, very understanding very open he don't get me wrong he definitely gives me a hard time sometimes (laughs) with some of my spiritual stuff like it's because she needs it, you guys. We're in the middle of watching a movie, and I get bored of the movie, and then I'm like, I'm just going to go meditate, because I'm bored of this movie. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I was like, I'm out. I'm just going to go sit I down with my go. crystal and meditate. Yeah. But, so, but, what advice, super... but what advice do you think you could give to someone? What advice do you think I think you could that give? That needs to bring someone into this in a non-judgmental, I mean, easy way. Without knowing before how uh, spiritually open his sister was, Mm -hmm. I only really knew about his mom because we had taken a course together, Um, but I gave him a crystal on our first date. Our first real date, I gave him a crystal and was like, here you go, this is for you. Um, And it was a bloodstone skull, and he was like, what the hell? This is amazing. Like, he was, like, in total awe. Okay, guys. That's a really good one. Yeah. So, maybe gift a crystal or something that's unusual, but that... And when you do pick crystals, you pick for people. Like, yeah. they're very personal. Yeah. So, if there's something metaphysically that you want someone to get into, a gift is always a great... It's one of the five a, love languages. A gift is always a good a good go-to. That's great. I actually And it never has that. to be, like... Like, like this one ended up being... Because I knew this one, what this skull wasn't mine. Because I have a bunch of skulls. And yeah. I know some of them are meant for other people in my life. Yeah. Like, I don't always buy crystals for me. I always... Crystals come into my life and they're like, this might not be for you, but you need to hold on to me for now. You know right. what I mean? You need to charge right. me. You need to right. give me your energy until kind of thing. They, until they this... make their way. And we will get into another podcast on crystals. Oh, yeah. There, this podcast... This, we're going to go crazy on this podcast of all the spiritual things. Um, but it doesn't even have to be like... A big crystal. It could be like a tiny crystal. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. Just a crystal to be like here. This is kind of like what I'm into. And then the next thing you know, you'll be buying some for yourself, and they'll start getting Snoopy, and then they'll come over your shoulder and say, "Hey, hey, what's that?" Or, or there's actually one I do like to do. Just do like a quick convince them some way. Just say, just try it once. You have to try everything once. Do a quick card pull, and wait for the card pull to just 
take effect. And yeah. then just nonchalantly pack up your cards. And they'll sit with it. Like, this happened to my brother, okay? Because I literally read at one point, when he was all skeptical, yeah. that he was about to fly and propose and all kinds of jazz. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, are you going somewhere to propose to somebody? And he almost, like, his face was priceless. And he goes, give me those cards. And so after that day, he got all interested yeah. because now, you know, there was some truth in that, well, a lot of truth, and he was able to pick up on it. So yeah. I agree with you. The involvement or the gift? The involvement or the gift. Card yeah. pulling is always good. Um, it's fun. It's interactive. I also use card pulling a lot more as a conversation starter rather mm. than a predicting your future kind of thing you know what i mean like a yeah. lot of people come to the table like predict my future and i'm like well i'm not here to predict your future that i'm here to help you and we have free will so you can always change that, that too so okay. yeah no i definitely think a gift is a good way convincing them to do a card reading is a good way um well those are two good ways those are two good ways okay great cool uh talking about crystals mm. actually this is a good segue what is your favorite go-to crystal what is the crystal that like so and the thing with crystals is it's like they will come to you when they want to work with you yes so your favorite crystal can absolutely change like i did not like carnelian at all and then i went through surgery and was like totally attached to it and then realized it's really good for blood cleansing. Oh, okay. and cool. i was like oh okay so this is why i'm so attached to you so I don't know that I have a favorite crystal uh, per se, um, but I do right now. I mean, I was carrying around an ocean jasper for a minute, which is very calming, soothing. And then recently, a moss agate crescent moon came into mm -hmm. my life, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, so those are the two I happen to be working with right now. Uh, and... Yeah, so I don't, I think it's just the crystal of whatever I feel like working with because I have so many. And you know, guys, you guys know when you start your crystal you collection. Mean. Oh, gosh. And sometimes. It's a warm home. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> and crystals come back to you. So, I mean. Crystals will come back. And, but then sometimes they totally disappear. And you're like, where did that you're crystal like, go? Oh, I guess I don't need it anymore. Yeah. So, I don't really have a favorite, but it is just intuitively whatever I feel like working with for that day or that month or just what I feel like called to. So my last question here, this is a lot of questions, for you is what god or goddess do you work with and what made you connect with these ones in particular? And I know, again, we're going to get into gods and goddesses yeah. um, in a future episode, but what kind of... Um, so I connect to a lot more goddesses than gods, uh, which is something I possibly have to work on, mm -hmm. divine, fem feminine, and masculine. Um... But I'm really into those protective mama bear gods, so like Callie. Yes. Or Bridget, who yes. is also super protective, but she warms the earth and she brings, she's the only um, pagan Celtic goddess to be turned into a saint mm -hmm. in Christianity. Mm -hmm. um, but she warms the earth. She brings, we just passed her holiday, um, in Bollock. But she warms the earth. She brings spring. She starts those roots growing underneath. Like now, like when you plant the seeds, yeah, let it let be it nourished, nourished, let it grow. Yeah, and, okay. And then there's also Hecate, who is the oh, interesting. I didn't know goddess. that. Goddess. Yeah, that's what my necklace is. 
for three moons. Oh my gosh, it is. Wait, yeah. okay. So a lot of the goddesses I go to are triple moon goddesses. I don't know Kylie is necessarily a, a triple moon goddess. There's so many goddesses. There's so many goddesses. But the but Callie and sorry, Hecate and Bridget are both considered triple moon goddesses. Mm-hmm. Um Hecate is the goddess of witchcraft, the goddess of crossroads if you're giving an offering to her you generally do it at a fork in the road Ooh. and you plant it right in the middle of that fork in the yeah. road um because she is the one that kind of it helps you make decisions she's a goddess of witchcraft i think she's also the goddess of necromancy if i remember correctly Ooh, interesting though not something i really practice yeah <laughs> just put that out there <laughs> not really what i practice but yeah no she she cool she cool she cool they're all very protective they're all very mama bear which is how i feel like i am i think it's actually what you need because i think yeah. you might need that for other people i think so you, yeah. seek, you it's interesting <laughs> what you seek um when you work with different gods and goddesses and sometimes it's that peace that you need yeah and that's why you seek out like what god or goddess represents that yeah for sure mm-hmm. which is interesting because like god wise i haven't really got into a particular god like i believe in god and i believe mm-hmm. in source um but if you look at like different manifestations manifestations yes yes it's i haven't really picked one to or one hasn't really come to me to be like i will be the representation of your mm-hmm. divine masculine because we all have that inside of us right yes. ma- ma- divine masculine, masculine and feminine, feminine. yeah um it's just a matter of figuring out who we are yeah but anyway yeah and how to balance that how to balance that so i think that brings us to the end um yeah of our first get to know get to know Uh, i think the next few episodes are going to be mini casts if i remember yeah they're mini casts they're going to be about tarot and astrology astrology right and the reason why we're doing mini casts so this is for those folks who don't have maybe a base knowledge or understanding of these topics and you just need a 10 minute to kind of understand what we're talking about before we go into some of those lengthier podcasts where we start going into details about cards or about signs uh because if you don't have the preliminary understanding then when we make references it just won't be easy for you to digest. So yeah. that's why we have these mini casts. If you know uh, and you have a base about these, great, no worries. No um, worries. You can skip over it skip or over maybe it. listen. Yeah, maybe you might learn something new. In those 10 minutes, you might learn something completely new. Like, yeah. you're like, huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So we will do some mini casts so you guys understand that. And then yeah. we will go into some of those um, longer episodes. But thank yeah. you, everyone, for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed your travels with us. Remember to hit that subscribe button. And as always, don't leave Earth without us. Thank you so much. Bye.